Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, that voice that you hear rather excited toward the end of the game last night is Sixers broadcaster Kate Scott. Does a great job with Allah Abdul Nabi. And we appreciate her joining us tonight because, and Ray, you and I kind of talked about the life of the player, but it's really the life of the broadcaster, too. You finished the game. The game was over, I don't know, 10. Right. I don't know what time you got on a flight, Kate. You got to fly into Miami, go get to a hotel, yeah. get up today, and do it all again. So we really appreciate you joining us today. It's my pleasure to be on with two legends like you. And I told you guys back when we first chatted back in September that I'm an idiot. So this is just case in point, um, you know, example number 10 or 11, trying to do a, what isn't an early morning interview, but feels like an early morning interview. Sure. Because, yeah, I didn't get to the hotel until 3 a.m. Oh. Well, the Sixers were sleepwalking through the first half last night, right? De- <laughs> defense optional and then turned it on. Uh, do we regard that as a good thing or that they could do it or a bad thing that it may cost them down the road? Uh, I'm going to go with both this morning. Um, I think it's great that they've been able to rally back the last couple of games. I'm rolling through all the cool nuggets and stats from last night. And on that note, the Sixers, obviously, down by 21 last night. They overcame a 16-point deficit to beat the Knicks on Wednesday. Uh, And those two games back-to-back, it's the first time in 25 seasons that the Sixers have made up deficits of at least 15 in back-to-back wins. So that's great, right? But uh, I don't see them being able to come back from 16 or 21 down tonight against the first-place Miami Heat and be able to somehow find the energy late to get the win. So I I think it's both. I think it's great that they've been able to do it, especially in the early days of the Harden era. Um, to find the resolve and to be able to come together like that after such a slow start for back-to-back games. But but you guys know it's only going to get tougher, especially these next three games starting tonight. How telling do you think this game is going to be tonight, Kate? I mean, you don't want to overstate the importance of any regular season game right. in the NBA. But, but you know, you're, you're, you played a good Cleveland team last night. You had to spend a lot of energy to come back and win that game. And then, you know, the mm-hmm. late flight, the travel, and now you got to go in and play a rested Miami team that's damn good. Um, you know, what, what do you think we could learn about the Sixers tonight that maybe we haven't learned before? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to try not to put too much stock into it as well, Ray, but, but I'm with you because of everything you just said. Um, if they're able... To, to win tonight, especially uh, if Jimmy and PJ come back because Jimmy Butler, PJ Tucker, I'm sure you guys have already talked about this, Kyle Lowry, 
uh, did not play in the Heat's win over Brooklyn a couple of nights ago. It sounds like two of those three guys are going to be back. So if they're somehow able to get him into the hotel at 3 in the morning after uh, a couple of really difficult wins over the Knicks and Cavs the last couple of days and come down here and, you know, punch the first-place team in the East in the mouth and get back up to Philly with a victory, I I think it's going to prove even more about what I was just talking about, the resolve, the resilience, the want to of this newly put-together club. Now, (laughs) I'm already thinking of all the excuses in my head if that doesn't happen because we all know teams – often get the, the South Beach flu, as I know it's called down here. Um, I don't expect the guys to, to have that tonight. I know they're focused right now. But but if if the legs start to give out on, the, on them a little bit and the heat kind of just get rolling in the first, I also won't be surprised. So, so I'm going to be paying attention and hoping for the best. But if things go poorly, not putting that much stock into it. We played a highlight coming into the segment uh, that you uh, had last night called a, uh, a highlight of um, Tyrese Maxey. And, boy, uh, his play has been fun all year. But wow. since Harden has come in, these last four games have been just a joy to watch. Uh, I'll toss you the softball question of why is it different? Why is it so much better now for Tyrese? Uh, because I think there's a lot less responsibility on his shoulders, right? Hey, Tyrese. Use your speed, use your athleticism, and be aggressive. Get downhill, kid. Um, I'm, I'm looking at something. I try, I'll try not to get too into the weeds, but this just right before you guys called blew me away. So since James got here, he's averaging 27 points on 65% from the floor, 70% from three on at least five attempts a game, and 86% from the free throw line. He's shooting 70% from three because – he, he has so much space. Yeah. Uh, he said it, I think, after the Wednesday went over the Knicks. Because of my speed, he's really been working on that change of pace, which is so important in basketball, so that he slams on the brakes and lets them fly on by. So all of a sudden, the, the little space that he was already making buckets with in the first three quarters of the season, now it feels like a just a gaping, <laughs> vast cavern uh, between him and where his defender is because of the stop and start. And because of the attention and the gravity that that James and Joel have, so uh, he has said that it's easier. And now he's his his number one responsibility is, I think, his number one strength: use your speed, get downhill, and just go for it, kid. Yeah, he really he really is fun to watch. And you know, last night five for six, and you know he had the first five and the sixth one rattled around and probably should have been a basket, but bounced back out again. I mean, he was. He was definitely on point last night. You know, one of the things you were talking, we were talking about um, was what you can learn off of this game tonight, what you're going to kind of be looking for from this game tonight. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I'm kind of looking for is how the Sixers will attack Miami's zone because they zone a lot. And, uh, yeah. and, we've, and we've seen this was a problem with this team before Harden got here. Uh, we saw they had some problems with it last night against Cleveland. Uh, and now they're, going, they're, they're sure going to get a big dose of it tonight with Miami. And that's kind of what I'm going to be yeah. looking at and seeing. Because I really do think that Harden could be the great zone breaker for them. Once they've, really yeah. got the off, once they've got the offense really flowing, Harden's the kind mm-hmm. of guy that can get you out of that. But I think tonight's going to be a good test. Yeah, I completely agree. And, and there was a number of frustrating moments last night. I'm sure you all were yelling at your TVs because Al and I were trying not to yell while we were calling the game about – uh, how many open shots they had, and then guys would pass them up. And I don't know if they were 
trying to be unselfish, right? And his teammate, no, no you take the shot. No, no, you can have even – no, somebody just shoots the damn ball already. Um, but but yesterday morning uh, in, in the film session before shoot around, the big focus was this spacing and movement. And there were so many times where they were, they were stopping the film of the Knicks game saying, okay, if, if Matisse makes this cut right here, if Tobias makes this cut right here – Look, look how much easier things get for your teammates. And this is obviously they were going on to beat the Knicks the other night. But, but I think what I'm trying to get at is they are just in the beginning stages because I completely agree with you. If anybody can be a zone breaker and, uh, yeah, we need to go to man right now, it's James Harden. So I think they are still, even though they've won the first four of James' tenure, I think they're still in the very beginning stages of figuring out the best ways to play and the best way to – not get frustrated by the cab zone because you're 100% spot on. Spolster teams, I mean, we, we know how disciplined and, and well-coached and, and well-played the, the Miami Heat have been for a number of decades, yep. and, and that goes to because of the culture that they got down here. Yep. Kate Scott is our guest. You can follow her on Twitter at Kate T. Scott. Uh, and by the way, I, I heard you know, a week or so ago um, talk about how you ended up being staying up all night because you were watching old James Harden highlights from Oklahoma City. <laughs> and, yeah. and I, I think you said you went down that, that rabbit hole and you, and you didn't get I out. Did. Yeah, well, I, I'm very impressed. Um, just uh, I, one more from me, which is uh, not about the team, but about you. You're not, you're not a newbie anymore. You've been here since September. Um, the, it, it looks, fortunately, like kind of the world's opening up. We're getting out. We're getting together. What... What have you learned about Philadelphia, the people? What uh, I know you, your wife, the dog have settled in. How, how, what's, yeah. your, what's your view of the town? Gosh, we, just feel, we feel more and more fortunate every day, truly. Um, as the sun is starting to actually come out, mm-hmm. um, I, I just I try to get out at least a couple of times a day, walk in the pup, even on game days, and I, I just take moments and look around and – truly say aloud to myself, how lucky am I to be here? You guys know this. You've been here for a long time, but Philly is a phenomenal city um, with extremely passionate people that aren't just passionate about sports, passionate about your food and your drink and your friends and your just everything about it. And as we discussed back in I think September, October, that's who I've always been. Um, but, you know, growing up on the West Coast, the cities you come to are New York and Washington, D.C. Uh, you, you often, for some strange reason, I don't know why, kind of pass over Philly. And uh, Kate Fagan, my buddy, told me, who wrote the Inquirer and covered the Sixers years back, said, Sonny, I think you're going to love the city. It is a hidden gem out here on the East Coast. The people, everything about it are just incredible. And uh, she was a truth teller because I – I'm, I'm not blowing smoke. I feel so fortunate to be here. My wife, who hates change, and I was just hoping she wouldn't hate it for the first six months she was here. Uh, she's very like it, so um, I'm truly fortunate to be here. And hopefully, like I said, just going to be putting my head down and trying to get better each and every game and uh, hoping that we'll be here for a very long time. Uh, all right. No question, no question okay. about that. The last question from me, Kate. I think you, um, I think you you use the term "figure it out," and that's uh, I think they are kind of are at that point. And the one guy that I think that, that I think of most in those terms is Tobias Harris. Uh, yeah. where, do, where do you think ultimately in the grand design of Doc Rivers he will fit in here? What 
you know, how does you know? I think it's, it's clear that it's 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 working definitely with with Harden and Embiid, uh, and it's certainly mm-hmm. working with Maxi. But Harris seems to be the one guy that's trying to figure out exactly where he fits in this puzzle. Where do you think it is? Yeah, and and I know last night was a frustrating night for everybody. You can see it on his face and Doc's face and Joel's face, and I'm sure fans were yelling at the TV like like we always are. Um, he was really under the weather last night, and I know nobody wants to use excuses like that, but uh, but I could tell he was really feeling bad. There's There's been a bug going around, and he was the latest to get it. But uh, I, I think similar to Tyrese, and again, this is just my opinion, right? but like he's best, and we've been saying it all season, and you all know, when he gets downhill, and the past couple of games, he's been starting and then stopping, right? Starting and then hesitating a little bit. And we also know he loves kind of that little back-to-the-basket, start nearish the low-block turn and little fadeaway jumper. Those have been his kind of bread-and-butter go-tos this season. So I'm hoping that they find that for him. I know that before I got here, he really liked to get out and run with Ben, and they they weren't really able to do that last night. And I know that Tyrese has been the benefactor of most of those, but I'm hoping that they can get him more in that, get Toby a couple of easy buckets, just transition, running the floor. And then I also think, as he said, and I think we all know, his production's probably going to go down a little bit. But as long as it's in wins, um, I think the, the game at MSG was the best kind of picture of that. He scored in double figures. He had the highest plus-minus for people who follow that on the season. He was, he was plus 25, the best out of any sixer. And he did just enough. He, he had rebounds. He had assists. He was playing good defense. He was in the double figures. He did what they needed him to do. And then just kind of cleared space for, for Joel and James and Maxie to, to take care of business. So I think it's not going to be easy because there's only one ball. And there's a lot of dudes who want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's how I see him. I, I don't know. Do you do you see, see similar or something different? Yeah, I think I think his role is less than it was. And they'll fit, and they got 20, mm-hmm. what do they got, 20, 21 games to figure it out? Yeah, and, 20 to go. Yeah, 20 yeah, to go. I think but they will. He's been in the league for a long time, guys. Yep. And uh, I think more than anything – he would love a championship. So if he scores, if he gives five and five and finishes plus 22 because he's playing good defense, I think he would be more than okay with that. Yeah, I'll live with that. Event. Yeah, we'll all live with that. Kate Scott, always yeah. a pleasure. Enjoy South Beast. Uh, we look forward to watching you tonight. Uh, call the game with Allah. Mine. All right. Be Thanks well. Thanks for having me on, you guys. You Thanks, Kate. It. There you go. She does a good job. Listen. She does a really good job. And you and I talked about it. She came in. It's really tough. You replace a legend like Mark Zumoff, who did it for, I think, 26 years. Yep. And uh, you're walking into a new town where people don't know you, mm-hmm. and I think she's I think she's done very well. I, she's very watchable. Very she and and they have good chemistry. She and Allah. Yeah, she and Allah are really good together. Um, she clearly knows the game, uh, works at it. That's obvious. Uh, and um, and she's a good broadcaster. I mean, like I told you, I, I one night I was out driving on a Saturday night and I picked up a college just going up and down the dial and I picked up a college football game. I recognized Golik's voice yes. first. Oh darn! Yeah, I work. I recognized Golik's voice first, and I said, "Oh, it's Mike Golik." And I listened, and then it was it was Kate and Golik calling a college football game, and she was really good. And I meant to congratulate her. She actually was just named California Sports Broadcaster of the Year. Yeah, not bad. Uh, no, and I meant to compliment her on that. And by the way, Zumoff won it here, kind of on his way out. Uh, real quick, Robert in Germantown. We got about forty-five seconds. Robert, talk to me. Sunday Sixers enjoyed the game, guys. Uh, Concerned that uh, we got out rebounded again by ten rebounds. That's not good. And uh, this kid Tobias Harris, he better step up his game. 
Uh, and also thought we were out coached. I thought the Cleveland coach ran a lot better offense for his players. A lot more basketball IQ on the other side. Uh, but Maxie saved our butt. Oh, yeah. I'll just touch one point. They got out-rebounded because Miami, Miami, Cleveland never missed a shot. <laughs> right. There were no thanks for the call. There were no rebounds to get. Yeah, they shot seventy percent. <laughs> there weren't a lot of rebounds. There weren't a lot of opportunities there. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up at noon, tell us your story. Man, we'd be moaned hockey, so we'll give people back when hockey was good. Dave Pullen. Yeah, we'll that's, set that up. Prob- that's, that's probably a good idea. We'll, yeah. give, we'll give them a little flashback to when hockey was good in this town. By the way, this segment was sponsored by Guided Door and Window by any window or door. Get the second one at 50% off, plus interest-free financing for up to 18 months. Call Guided Door and Window today at one eight seven seven go guide or visit goguida.com. We will do what we're watching tomorrow, I promise. Ray and Glenn on 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.